Day 65. I finished my sex inventory. Hell yeah, go me. Um, it's funny, you go back and if you actually like write, you know, I physically wrote out every single sexual interaction I ever had, how it made me feel. Um, it reminded me of, uh, of a lot of shit. Like I just stuff, uh, hookups that I just like for totally forgot about mostly from like high school and college. Um, my sponsor's going to call me such a fucking pussy cause I mean, it's not my fault. I don't have like grinder and snuffles and, uh, just like do you want to fuck now? You can fuck now apps. <laughs> I was at a, I was at like a, a fellowship with a couple guys and they didn't even know about sex inventories cause they get, you know, they're, they're both gay and they're like, yeah, we literally, we can't do those. That would be ridiculous. That would be impossible. <laughs> um, I was reminded dude, of a story of a time, the time I almost lost my virginity. Uh, the closest, the closest I ever came, I was like super, I would go, my friend every year would throw these Christmas holiday parties and it would be a time for me and my friends to get so drunk on the third floor of our friend's house, particularly me. One year there was an over under bet of would Aiden throw up before it was either eight or 9 PM. And the under one, I threw up right before it. I just drank so fucking much. I threw up before eight. I think it was nine. So that's that's the kind of drink. That was like the the once a year where we would drink absinthe, pour it over the sugar cube. Um, a guy named Rocket would pour it over and roast us while we did it. And my friend Will sometimes didn't get to do it because Rocket didn't like Will. <laughs> But uh, it's one year at the party. I think it was senior year. And I go into my friend's brother's room. Oops. Uh, dropped a chip. See, I got these chips just fucking everywhere. Just coming out of pockets. Um, I went into my friend's brother's room with a lady. And we locked the door. And... Uh, we were about to start having sex. I mean, like the condom was on and I was like, uh, it was like about to happen until like the brother starts banging on the fucking door. It's like, who's in there? Who's in there? Um, and like we panic and she ends up, I don't know. I forget if I initiated or she, or she initiated just, we open up the window and she just goes out onto the roof in the freezing fucking cold in the middle of December, or January in New Jersey, probably half naked. And then I put on my clothes inside out and I sit down in a chair and I unlock the door and I pretend to be on an admissions call with Fordham university at 2am in the morning, which is like a typical, you know, typical time to be. On an admissions call, and I'm just drunk as fuck, being like, "Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, I think some of my leadership qualities are like, uh, I, uh, you know, I take leadership, and I, <laughs> and I, and I did the thing where I like cover my hand on the phone. I'm like, oh, it's it's Fordham, Fordham, 
and he's just like, what the fuck? And while he is like trying to figure out what's going on, my other friend Max comes in the room and he just goes, yo, there's a naked chick on the roof. And he goes up, he goes and he opens the window and goes out on the roof. Brother didn't even realize what just happened there. I thought we were caught, but he didn't even notice. He just starts going on his computer. I pretend to finish a call with Fordham. And then apparently Max and the lady who was out on the roof hook up on the roof. I thought that was a fun story. <laughs> I wrote that one down. I wrote, how did that make me feel? Mm, just, just embarrassed. Just embarrassed. I was like, man, Max got to hook up with her on the roof in the freezing cold. Then Max took a train to California and was never seen again. Um, yeah, so that was fun. That that memory resurfaced. I had really uh, forgotten about that one um, until I was racking my brain about it. Um... Great meeting this morning, dude. The person who shared, I've never seen that many, so many people with tears streaming down their face from a share. It was fucking poetry, man. I was really moved. Did I say thank you for the share after? No, I didn't go after her and I didn't hug her. Why? She was super pretty and super scary. So sue me. Um, but my God, that was crazy. It was amazing. (laughs) I don't even want to quote any of it. It would be disrespectful to... Honestly, it's just disrespectful. I realize like it would. it's kind of whack whenever I quote anyone, even if I keep them anonymous, because it's just like... that's It's fucked up, and I shouldn't be doing that. Um, progress, not perfection. I've been getting DMs from people, which is kind of crazy. Some people from like overseas who listen, saying how it's helping them. So as much as that helps you guys, it helps me too, just to know that. It's really cool. One guy said, I don't tell enough war stories. And it's like, I don't know, bro. They're gross. They're really just sad. I wish I had the cool ones. I wish I had the fucking cool ones, you know, where you get behind the wheel of a car and you're just blowing point three. And you're just fucking, dude. <laughs> okay, no, I don't want to share someone else's story. That's fucked up. Uh, this guy had an amazing story. Um, yeah, I don't know. You want to hear about the time I took a rip so big, I threw up right back into my bong and then proceeded to take another rip out of my vomit-filled bong? Does anyone want to hear that? I said it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> This girl I have a huge crush on, like, says that she listens to the podcast, and whoops, oops, fucking oops, Aiden. <laughs> uh, how, like, I wouldn't leave my room for, like, days, and pissed in cardboard boxes. Oh, it's starting to get a little soggy, let me throw a towel under there. Yeah, the shit got sad. The shit got dark. 
And like now that I'm sober, it's like that's this isn't the shit that I'm dealing with. Like that would be a podcast if I was like actively using and talking about that shit. Like now, you know, I'm realizing I was talking on the phone with someone like this shit isn't an issue with drinking and getting high. Like at the very beginning and that's like at the very surface level, that's like what the issue is. But once you get sober, it becomes a true war with self. It is fucking brutal. And it's so humbling to realize, like, to get sober and you go in these rooms, and you're like, all right, I'm going to learn how to be sober and not drink and not get high. And then you you start doing that, and then you go, oh, I'm the enemy. Oh, it's me. Fuck. I think like a crazy person. I want to flirt with everyone. Men, women, I want them all to like me. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying really hard not to just like for, you know, force it and have people like me. I'll just like go to a diner and sit there in silence and be like I hope they think I'm weird. I hope <laughs> I'm just actively trying not to seek validation and people please and shape shift here. Um Yeah. But day sixty five it's been off to a good start. I'm going to wrap this up. Uber for a few hours. Dude, my Uber dude, my Uber playlist goes off. My Uber playlist goes off. I like to think that people get in my Uber and they get out and they go, Man, what a fucking banger playlist. <laughs> like everything I do. I get anxiety when I'm driving and a certain person sitting in the back of my car like a person sitting in the back of my car and then a song comes up and I think that based on just the pure physical description of the person in my car and this song that they're going to hate me because they have to listen to this song and I'll skip it and then land on a song that I think they're going to like just by stereotyping the shit out of them probably. But if too, if I'm, if I like skip too many songs, it becomes clear that I'm skipping songs. I'm like, oh, I just have to land on one. Cause it's weird if like your Uber, cause then it's weird if the Uber driver is like skipping songs. Like what? Oh, you're, you're picking songs now. <laughs> People ask me, they go, oh, what playlist does it go? I go, oh, this is just Spotify radio. That's what I say. I go, oh, this is Spotify radio. It's no big deal. It's not, it's not put together or anything. It's just. This is just whatever. I don't want people to think I'm like, I've carefully curated a playlist so that even my Uber passengers think I'm fucking cool. I was driving like three really pretty ladies the other day and I had that new, oh God, I cannot even pronounce this artist's name. Wakatachi. I had her new song. It's like kind of like a Waxahachi. Waxahachi. Uh her new fucking song and like i think the three girls started chuckling in the back because it's such an in your feels song and i was like fuck i should have gotten i should put the get lit playlist on damn it they're gonna hate me (laughs) they're not gonna want to fuck me (laughs) 
the Uber driver. These girls with their Louis Vuitton bags who already didn't even want to look at the Uber driver. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right. I should get going. I should uh do my thing. I just wanted to check in again. It's been a good morning. Fucking sick meeting. I'm getting dinner with my grand sponsor tonight before another meeting, so, you know, things could be worse. Love you.